God will give you understanding, uh, you will surely have a greater confidence in God, regardless of what you are confronting as a Christian. You know, you grow as a Christian. And I, I believe that God, being true to his word, he told me that he was going to, I was going to be teaching his people things. And at the time he was speaking to me, I was saying, God, what things are you talking about? I don't know a whole lot. Uh, and there was a little anxiety. But as time goes on, I begin to realize God is beginning to show me things that I know is very helpful to the people of God. If they will take it, put your emotions aside, take what you've been told and begin to act on it. Act on it. It's one thing to hear the word and be happy that you heard something, but you have no benefit from it until you try it. I have, by the grace of God, a scientific mind. I like to experiment on things. If I find the truth, I want to experiment on it. I've done that all as a Christian. When God shows me something, I will experiment on it. And if you are my experimental animal, I will experiment on you to see what God does with what he has shown to me. And he has been very faithful in doing his word. He told me many times, I'm gonna, you're going to be praying for people and God will heal them. And deaf ears were open. I don't understand any of that. But when the time came, I knew I got the understanding and I wanted to experiment. And God gave me the people to experiment with. And guess what he did? In the question of a second, they could hear. That's the way God is. Prove him. Don't just listen to his word. Don't be religious. Give up this religious thing and serve your God from a true heart. Because there is a God. And if you are faithful to him, and if you are faithful to his word, if you stay consistent, you will begin to see his hand in your life. You feel his hand. And people will see God is doing something in this life. But if you play games, a religious thing, I'm just going to church so that maybe God will notice me, you don't have understanding. There is a God. He wants a relationship with you. A true relationship, just like a relationship between a man and his, his wife or a father and his son. A true relationship. A precious relationship is not religious. If you just want to go to heaven and you just want to do some religious thing, then you've missed the mark. There is a true relationship with God that you can benefit from. Christianity is profitable, I'm telling you the truth. It's not an escape route to heaven. I want to receive Christ so I won't have to go to hell. You missed the whole point. He came so that we can have life and have it here more abundantly. Jesus was afraid of nothing. He was a true, he was the true master. He wasn't afraid of the waves. He was afraid of nothing. He wasn't afraid of death. He was the master. And now, if God gives you understanding, not religious stuff. I mean, let God give you understanding. Yes, you're a man. But God wants to make you a supernatural man while you live on the earth. 
dressed the way he wants it. Not this religious thing, I pray two minutes a day, and then I've made my time with God. And I was in church on Sunday. If you have true understanding what God can do in your life by being in his presence, you never go away from his presence. You always want to be there. Because transactions take place when you are in his presence. Things are happening to you that you are not even aware of. But when you stay away from his presence, then the enemy begins to transfuse his person, his nature, into your nature. And then you find yourself missing out on the goodness of God. God is good. He means well for you. You can never be his enemy because of his son. He died for you so that he can have a friend in you. You can never be too bad for God. As long as you are in this human flesh. That Jesus took. That's one revelation that God gave to me that was so precious. That God, you, you wonder, why is it that these wicked people, God doesn't strike them dead, right? Have you wondered about that? And they seem to be doing okay? I've wondered about that. But you see, they are still in the human body, the body that Jesus took. As long as he's in there, God, for his son, will show mercy. But the day you die and go into the spirit realm, forget it. It's over. It's over. Then you find out, oh, I didn't know this. But as long as you are still in this human flesh that Jesus took, he'll have mercy. He'll bring you to himself. He'll try everything to get you to himself so that you can find true mercy and live the abundant life that God I set aside for us to live. A lot of Christians are living below. Way below. And I believe I'm included and I'm striving very hard by the grace of God. All of us should. Amen. Below what God expects from us. Believe me a whole lot. And the reason is we are more concerned about other things than we are. We think we can really get along more when we are doing our own things. We spend very little time with him. But I tell you, with God, he can transform your situation in one day. I'm going out of my message today, but this is what's coming to me. How many of you saw this this story of uh, this uh, fellow that they said has a golden voice? Yeah, a golden voice. Guess who brought him back? He had his, his mother's prayer. His mother's prayer. His mother's prayer. His mother said, I know he's got this gift all along. And he will listen. And I've been praying to God. That God will transform him. And they asked him, are you sure this will last this time? He said, yeah. I never acknowledged God before. Now I am. The mother's prayer. Transform a strict fellow. To a nationally known figure. How many days did it take God to do that? How many days? Think about it. Three days. The guy is known all over. He is even amazed at what's going on in his life. Mama's prayer. <laughs> Mothers are you. And daddies too. Amen. Pray for your kids. Pray for your kids. I, you know, that's so encouraging to me when I saw that. 
And I tell myself, I got all these kids in the Ark Fellowship. Ooh, I'm going to make something out of all of them. Amen? All of them. And I'm telling you now, devil, if you touch any of them, I'm going to tell God's angels to give you a real good slap. Whack you real good. Because my kids, they're going to be something. Amen. All over the United States. And you mark these words. I mean, don't forget it. Don't forget. Watch what's going to happen with our kids. You watch. You watch. Because I'm not saying it. I'm a man, yes. But I'm saying it in the name. In the name that is above every name. Every kid that comes into the Ark Fellowship stays in fellowship. Because we have a covenant with this God. Amen? This is his work. I told Pastor Andy, the Ark Fellowship doesn't need me. The Ark Fellowship will go on without me. He needs nobody. Because it's God's work. Amen? I feel sorry for sometimes when people get angry and they, they think, okay, I'm going to go, go away from the Ark Fellowship and I'll watch it for you. kidding. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's never going to fall. I know who established it. If it was good luck that established it, oh yes, it'll fall the next day. But God established it. Never. I have no confidence in him. And that's the same confidence I have for our kids. Amen? All of them. I'm praying for them. And I guarantee you, if all of you, fathers and mothers, please join me. And let's pray for our kids to be the best. Amen. In the future, I'll see them on television. I'll say, that's my boy. Oh, that's my girl. I taught them everything they know. Come on. Yes. Amen. If it was not for me, he wouldn't be running that fast. I taught him, but even though I can't run very much, but yes, I taught them everything. Our kids are going to be great. Can I hear an amen? They will be great because we have a great God, a God that is so big. Think about the God we have. Have you looked up into the sky and see the stars and think about what God has done? And sometimes when I'm in the plane, I look down. I kept thinking, God, how do you notice me when I'm down there? I'm so little, I can't see them. But he sees every one of us. And every one of us is special. And if you think you're not, then you have, de- you have been deceived by the devil. And if the devil is telling you you have been so bad, God doesn't care about you anymore, that's a good reason to believe that, hey, now I've found out God really loves me. If that's going on in your head, just reverse it because he's a liar. He doesn't know how to tell the truth. And so the opposite of a lie is the truth, right? So go from him and you really know God loves you. And stay with that. And you begin to feel his presence. Amen? God loves you today. And you can have whatever you want from God. If you stay with him. And by the grace of God, I'm putting God with the Ark Fellowship into, it's a test. And I will go through a test, every of the the, uh, leaders here will go through a test. But I believe that God has an assignment for the Ark Fellowship. I really believe that. Not because of me, not because of Angela, but because of his work. 
And he's going to it's accord, be it unto you according to your faith. Those of us that will stay together and walk together, you watch what God's going to do. In this city and around the world. I really believe that with all of my heart. God has an assignment for us. It has nothing to do with the building and nothing. It has to all to do with Jesus. Because he wants us to reach the world for him. And we are ready to reach the world for him. You can have whatever you ask from the Lord. I'm going to share this, and that's the only scripture I'm going to use this morning, and then I will close. But this is very important. What is the will of God for your life? Huh. Is there anywhere I can go where I can find what God's true will is for my life? If that's a question from, from you, to me this morning, I'm glad that you asked. So I want to show you what God's will is for your life. How many want to know? Okay. Thank you. Turn with me to John chapter 16, verse 23 and 24. This is God's will for your life. If you don't have this happening in your life, you know you are not in God's will. Okay, let me read. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. What's God's will for your life? Your fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. That's what he wants. He wants you to have everything so your joy may be full. If there is anything in your life that is holding back your joy... It's not coming from the Father. It's from the enemy. Because his will is for your joy to be full. Not just a little joy. He wants your joy to be full. He said, ask. Notice he started in that day. So what day is he talking about? What day was he talking about? The day is the day that the covenant will come into force. And that day is the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came. In that day, and you are living in that day, you says you shall ask nothing. In, you shall ask me nothing. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I assure you that whatever it doesn't matter whatever you ask the father in my name he will give it to you he will give it to you so that your joy may be full that's his will he wants your joy to be full so if there's anything in your life this morning that's not that's preventing your joy from being full pray against it ask the father in the name of jesus and god Jesus said, he will give it to you. Whatever 
That's what Jesus said. Whatever. You know, many times the devil said, well, are you sure that that's the will of God? Is he going to give you fullness of joy? Yes, that's in the will of God. Amen. If it's a car that's going to make you feel a little better about life, he wants you to have it. If it's a house that's going to make you feel better about life, he wants you to have it. Whatever in my name, the Father, not me, will give it to you. He assured you. He said, I assure you, if you ask whatever in my name, if it has something to do with fullness of joy in your life, he'll do it. My Father will do it. It's his will for you to have fullness of joy. And if you don't know that and you haven't discovered that, you need to discover it today. God wants you to be happy. Not just happy, he wants you to be joyful. The reason you're not joyful, you haven't found his will yet. And those who know his will, they are not going about to make sure the will is effective in your life. When a man makes a will, what, what is it for? Is it not to better the life of those that are benefiting from the will, right? So what have you been benefiting from? What's the benefit? Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Don't forget them. Ask whatever. Ask whatever. And God has been faithful. I believe Irina will tell you. When things get tough in our fellowship, we need finances. I ask God and I am very specific. It give me joy that we our fellowship has money to take care of the needs that we have. And I know I won't go to sleep very well if I know that they'll be threatening to take the building. So I need fullness of joy. I don't worry about that. So I ask him, God, I need you to give me 10000 this week. I've shared that with you here before. I asked him for 10,000 one week. He gave me 10,000 a little bit more. And then the next week, uh, something in my heart was telling me, yeah, that could be a mistake. Ask him this week if you realize. So I asked him for the the second week. And guess what God did? He did the same thing. And he's not giving me 11. He makes it 10. So you don't, you don't, 10 and a little bit more. Amen. So you don't guess. You ask what you will. If it delays, that doesn't mean you haven't, he hasn't heard you. He's on his way. Amen? Don't change your mind like Peter walking on water. Uh-huh. You remember the story? Jesus said, come. He was on his way and things, wasn't, things were not working the way he wanted. He said, oh, wow, why did I listen to the fisherman? Nobody walks on water. And he began to sink. You don't have to worry about it. God is in control. He'll take care of you. God will bless every family in this church this year in Jesus' name. Whatever you are struggling with will find solution in Jesus' name. You are, you are going to be promoted till you are tired of promotion in Jesus' name. <laughs> and you start having your own business. Amen? So that you are blessed. Stand up with me this morning. Tell the Lord. Put your hands up to the Lord this morning. Tell him, 
I'm not a religious person. Say it. Say it to him. I am your child. I'm your child. Tell him, Jesus, I believe in you. You are my savior. Now, let me let you know this. When you call him your savior, guess who he becomes to you? Your savior. Do you need something that you need him to save you from? We do from time to time. Amen. And I do. But I'm going to get saved from it. Amen. Because he lives forever. He is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. I don't care whether you're sick in your body. I don't care if your finance is sick. I don't care your credit cards are a real problem. In one day, just like that fellow on the street. Amen. With a golden voice. God will help you to discover something. Somebody's going to discover you and help you so that you get where you're going. I need you to stay with me. Amen. And with this great God and see what God does for us. Amen. Tell him, God, I believe in you. I believe that this year will be an unusual year for my life. Goodness and mercy will follow me all through this year. Daily. Thank you, God. I'm free in Jesus' name. Put your hands together and give him a clap offering. We're dismissed. God bless you.